Stop agreeing with your friends. Stop agreeing with your friends. The power of the tongue is extremely strong. What you put out there is what you attract. Okay, what you put out there is what you attract. You, Ladies, you have to realize that anything you come into agreement with, you're bound to get. You're bound to get. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to have some grown folks talk, right? We are definitely going to have some grown folks talk. This is not for the babies. You know what I'm saying? If the babies is around, go ahead, turn this off. We'll catch you on another conversation. I dig that. Uh, we're going to play a clip, though. And uh, it's a young lady, for the most part, what she's saying is um, when she's dealing with brothers, and this is a black American woman, right? This is a sister. But when she's dealing with brothers in the dating scene, it came to her conclusion that all she can offer a man, in her estimate, is some pussy. That's, that's all she can really do for the most part. So we're going to play the clip. We're going to check out what the sister got to say. And then we're going to come back and have a good conversation. All right. So we're going to play the clip now. So the point of me making this live was basically I realized today that I have nothing to offer a man. Nothing. And I feel like it took number one, it took me uh, 32 years to realize it because I just found that out today. So I was today years old when I realized it. And then um, it took me a lot of pride swallowing to be able to admit it. Um, I'm going to tell you why I feel the way I feel. This is not based off anyone else. This is only based off myself. But I just wanted to share it just in case it may help somebody else. I feel like I don't have anything to offer to a man because a man asked me what I had to offer him. And it was the way he asked that made me realize that I don't. He simply stated, I realize that you're single, but tell me what would I benefit from having you as my woman? Now, outside of the basics, like, oh, I look nice, I can cook, I work, I didn't have nothing else to offer. And the reason I realized that I didn't is because I got to thinking about myself and all I've been doing for oh so many years is just working and taking care of kids. I don't know necessarily what I'm into, so there, there goes hobbies. I'm not necessarily sure my feminine level of energy because majority of my relationships, I wore the pants. So how can you as a woman offer to be a woman to a man if you've never fully been a woman i am a woman because i'm a female but i'm talking about like actually be a woman like to a man i've never experienced that so i don't know what that feels like so i can't honestly say that i have anything to offer as far as a woman outside of just being a woman so that means all i really do have to offer is some pussy because i'm a woman and we have one that's really not enough i can't honestly say i can embark I can offer you a nurturing environment because I'm too frustrated about the children that I have and the lack of help that I have with them. So it's like I can't necessarily be so nurturing to you when I'm frustrated at the amount of nurturing that I'm already doing. So therefore, I know I can't offer you that. I can offer cooking for you, but then it, to me, it comes at a price because if you're coming and you're sitting and you're eating my food and you're not providing any of it, I'm a fill away. So now I'm offering you bitterness. That's not anything a man wants. Why would you want a bitter female? Well, I'm bitter because of my own merits. So it's not your job to fix the bitterness. It's my job to fix. Is what? 
as much as I want a man to come to me ready, able to provide work and handle himself, I think that me as a female, I need to have my emotions in check because if a man wants peace, I don't have any because I'm frustrated. I'm bitter. I'm emotional. I'm upset. So I made this video because today I realized that I don't have anything to offer a man outside of good looks. And I learned that I don't want a man for just his looks. So how can I be so selfish and se and and only offer a bare minimum and expect so much? That is some unfair shit. Now, I don't know about all these other females. Other females may not agree or even feel the way I feel about the children that I have and the lack of help that I have with them. So it's like I can't necessarily be so nurturing to you when I'm frustrated at the amount of nurturing that I'm already doing. So therefore, I know I can't offer you that. I can offer cooking for you, but then it, to me, it comes at a price because if you're coming and you're sitting and you're eating my food and you're not providing any of it, I'm a fill away. So now I'm offering you bitterness. That's not anything a man wants. Why would you want a bitter female? Well, I'm bitter because of my own merits. So it's not your job to fix the bitterness. It's my job to fix as, as much as I want a man to come to me ready, able to provide work and handle himself. I think that me as a female, I need to have my emotions in check because if a man wants peace, I don't have any because I'm frustrated. I'm bitter. I'm emotional. I'm upset. So I made this video because today I realized that I don't have anything to offer a man outside of good looks. And I learned that I don't want a man for just his looks. So how can I be so selfish and se and, and only offer a bare minimum and expect so much that is some unfair shit now i don't know about all these other females other females may not agree or even feel the way i feel but i know me i know the man that i'm i'm looking for and wanting i'm not even half of him so the reason that i'm even talking about all of this is because i watched a video that steve harvey had a while ago um and what he said was that when you're out looking for a spouse you should find a person that is a cup that is the same type of cup as you. So if you imagined yourself as a water bottle, and this is two Ozarka bottles, if you meet a, a spouse that is just a cat, and then you're a bottle, when you go into pouring into this person, they're a cat. So that means they can only hold a cap full of what you've poured. Well, if you pour everything you got into them, they've only held a cap full amount. So now it's time for them to pour back into you, and all they have is the cat. But you're still this whole bottle. So you expect this little cap to fill all of you up. That doesn't work. So now I'm realizing I've been walking around feeling like a bottle, but really I'm a cat. And I'm out here looking for bottles. And niggas are shaped like bottles, ain't full of shit. And I have nothing to fill them with. So I'm empty and low, and these men are empty too, and I'm out here mad about it. So I had to take a step back, and I've just learned this. I had to take a step back and look at myself and realize, girl, you don't even have shit to offer while you out here mad at these men. So how about you focus on getting you something to offer a man that would be something that they could walk away from you and feel like, you know what, I, I, got, I can't live without her. Because without her, I can't do this, this, and this, and this. Because I'm telling you, with me, you can get you some attitude. All the bitches got attitude. Well, I got one of them. Nobody wants that. And with me, you can get a baby because I seem to make those. But all the bitches do that. So what about me is going to be different from this next female? I'm about to take the time and figure that shit out. So I just want to share with y'all that some of us ladies may not necessarily have anything to offer a man. And we don't realize that because we feel like we're a woman and that's enough. But if you want a man to be more than just a nigga, then you're going to kind of have to be more than just a bitch. Okay, that's all. Have a good day. All right, and we're back. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for checking out the video. What you think so far? You know, we, we pretty much got it spot on. You know, she, um, you know, like we said in the opener, she felt as though, you know, she really can't offer 
the brother or brothers that come around, she really can't offer them nothing but some pussy, right? And you know, um, you know, I gotta give credit where credit is due. She was thorough. She went over point by point by point in her life, and she was trying to size herself up to see exactly where she fit into this matrix, right, of dating. You know what I'm saying? Um, she used the term, right? What made it all come together for her was she said, "How or what can she do as a girlfriend, quote unquote, that can benefit the potential boyfriend's life?" Right? Dig that? Because now we we've been having some grown folks conversation, ladies. If you just just ask yourself, what can you do as a quote unquote girlfriend? That can benefit the life of a boyfriend, right? And in this case, the sister is a single parent. You know what I'm saying? She already got these kids. So she's trying to see exactly how this thing going to look going forward, right? Because in her estimate right now, she can't do nothing but offer dudes some pussy, right? Now, now dig this. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you some cold shit, right? Manipulation is invisible in the neighborhood we say game we call it running game if we're running game if a man is running game or a woman but we're talking about something different you know we're going to give a different kind of balance if a man is running game it's not good game if you can see it it's only good game if you can't see it that's manipulation when we can see it and you can't see it the old folks say they call it a trick bag. You like, man, you don't let them folks put you in no trick bag. They're running a constant flow of manipulation. You you can't catch it. First of all, a girlfriend doesn't owe a boyfriend anything. Benefit him? Why? What's the bit? Ben- there is no benefit. Our company is the benefit. I'm your company. You're my company. Um, your conversation, you're my conversation. That's the benefit. Sex really is not something you throw to boyfriends anyway. You know, I ain't finna, I ain't on no soapbox. This ain't 1960s. We're not in Harlem. And you know how the brothers at that time, you know, which is ancestors now, they'd be on that soapbox, you know what I'm saying, giving powerful information to the people. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying this though, right? You know. That's a human activity, sex, right? It's what it is. When we start talking about relationship structures, the woman, if you got to ask yourself, what can you do as a woman to benefit a man? You've never been around a man. Men doesn't, that's not how we operate. You can't, you know, just you sitting there is our benefit. You might can't even got, you might have a job, you may not have a job. You may be great in bed. You may not be great in bed. You may be good at managing finances. Or you may not be good at managing finances. When you with a man, it don't really matter. Because he's just a man. And when you are with a man who is operating in his calling, it's going to make a difference. What is a man called to do? What is a man called to do? We, we have to always set it on the foundation. A man purpose, a man calling, a man responsibility is to provide, protect, instruct, avenge, and revenge. 
That's it. That's all we do as men. We can do other things outside of that. To, but that's the purpose. That's the foundation of a man. So if you just think about the foundation of a man. Providing, protecting, instructing, avenging, and revenging. If that man that operated in this purpose met this very same woman. Everything could fit together like hand and glove. Because it would make more sense now. She wouldn't worry about the, the children and this and that. Because you were a man. You ain't gonna worry about I don't want to cook my own food and this and that because you were a man. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna work that way if you were a man. But what it seems like, unfortunately, is this sister has just been dating males. That's why you got two kids and ain't ain't nobody marry you. I always thought, listen, let me tell you some cold shit. One of the most violent acts that happen every day in the black community is a black man putting his seed inside of a woman. Impregnating her and not marrying her That's violent, that's a violent act He just changed her whole dynamic We listen to a sister now She said, yo, all I got is these kids Yeah, you didn't put those kids on yourself Yeah, you you. If Even if you wanted to get pregnant Even if you begged to get pregnant That man got to give you a seed But see, black men in America We are the most irresponsible men with our seed We throw our seed around everywhere we're living in this generation with all kind of STIs that's present. You still find brothers with two or three different baby mamas today. We are addicted to putting our seed into women, our women, and not marrying them. This causes confusion. So here's how we start running game. This sister is in a real trick bag. You let a, you let a brother get up and tell you. What can you do to benefit him as his girlfriend? That mentality looks like it's how you already got in this position already with the two kids and you ain't married and you're living on your own and you're single because you was doing too much as a girlfriend. Yeah, you gave these dudes this pussy. You letting them raw dog it. In the, in the neighborhood in Detroit, the term that we use is drop the to top. You letting these dudes drop top. Dropping pole to a swole. You got to look out for yourself. You know, we can put it on the man because that ultimately the responsibility is in the man because we got the seed. And the way the universe constructed this thing is that he made the male bigger, stronger, oftentimes a little faster, you know, because we as men inside of us, inside of us is the seed. And to protect the seed, I always felt as though the universe gave us a little bit more muscle. To protect the seed. When you impregnate a woman. She's going to become more vulnerable. So you're bigger and stronger. To not only protect the seed. But protect the woman. That's carrying your seed. This is how the. If you break that down. This is where you get to provide. Protect and instruct from. That comes as a man. Then you have to avenge. And then if it goes left. You got to revenge. That's what a man is. That's all a man is. That's it. That's all we are. But this is what happens when you get sisters that don't deal with men. I say the most profound thing on my platform, man. And it's coming from a black American man. I say the most profound thing to black women. When I'm talking about relationships and shit like that to black women, I teach our women, hey, yo, don't even date no black man. I call black men, and I'm a black man myself. I'll call my brothers. They are the baby mama making champions of America. 
they got the title. All brothers, just look around, man. It's you would be hard pressed to find a black man in his twenties without a child. And with, he ain't got no ring on. By the time you get to 25, man, most of these brothers on their second baby mama. So when he's 30, before he comes to his senses, on average, he got three or four kids, two or three different baby mamas already. See, now that's the recipe for poverty because, man, that, that's a mess, bro. That's a mess, sis. I don't fault this black woman for nothing but being, she's got a little lack of knowledge. That's all. She's 32. She got a lack of knowledge. And then she's around somebody that's, Baby girl, we ain't doing that boyfriend, girlfriend shit. You got kids already keeping it too real. We don't need no more. Come on, man. We got to fix these homes. We got to get this marriage percentage and this rate up. But manipulation is invisible, right? If I run a real game, you ain't going to be able to see it. If you can see it, it ain't game. You can call it out and say, oh, man, my man full of shit. He tripping. As soon as he put in that trick back, what can you do to benefit me? And she kind of stumbled a little bit. He put you in that box where, where you, I can't do nothing to give you some pussy. That's all he came to get some pussy anyway. What is he going to, come on now. What you, th what you think it really is? Yo, 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 I'm, 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 I'm going to leave with this, right? Check this out. You know, more brothers play on single mothers than anything. Why, why do you say that, Big VJ? Because, see, when you out there in the game, I'm talking about the single game. Or the married game, because married brothers, we can play on the intelligence of a single mom because we know that you still have that burning desire to be with a man. And we know that you come with a set of responsibilities. That's those children. Right. But we know if you are a woman, you don't want to let every single man around your kids. So what happened is we can put you in a position where we coming through to see you, but you being that mother, that protector, that nurturer, that, you know, you just want to keep your kids in that innocence. We're not going to be able to come over to 830, 9, 930, 10 o'clock. So then what happens? We got to be able to come over when the kids are asleep. And then you as a mother want to protect the innocence of your children and your reputation in their eyes. You're going to allow us to come over your house in the middle of the night and then leave in the middle of the night before your kids is woke. That works out for predators. That works perfect for lustful men. That works perfect for men that don't want to do shit. That works perfect for black men. Because I can come through, I can knock you down, and I can be gone. And that fits perfect in our lifestyles and we use you as cum dumpsters now see we just changed the whole dynamic of the man and woman relationship we're using you against you you the cum dumpster hey man i just left your meek house man oh man a little thing of freak then we sharing the comparing notes man all you got to do is hit up on facebook man jump in a dm all you got to do you, you see her on the gram let me show you a picture yeah man just just uh just hit her up and tell her you know you want to uh Netflix and chill and just hang out with it, man. You know what I'm talking about? But hey, she got those kids, so you know, those kids are small, man. You know, she ain't with the baby daddy and everything like that. So, but yo, she know she put those kids to sleep by 6 37 o'clock, man. You go over there by 8, man. You good. She should be out of there by 10 o'clock. Yeah, man. Little freak, man. She do, yeah, she do something strange up in that thing, man. She make it, you know, she make it do what it do. 
Now that's the reputation. I tell sisters, yo, get you an Asian man. Asian men in America got the highest percentage of marriage rate with women they impregnate. Asian men do. Yo, I think the numbers are so bananas is like this. It's like 20% of Asian women in America, right? The wilderness of North America. It's like single parent moms. 20%. That means out of 100, y'all see Ming all the time at the nail shop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at these these stands, where they, these fish markets where they got this crawfish and this snow crab. And, um, you know, they selling hair and they, they at all the clubs and this and that. Because, they, you know, these Asians come out the same city as we in. We in the same city. When you live in Philadelphia, they live in Philadelphia. You live in Detroit, they live in Detroit. It ain't like they Asians share these inner cities with us. But it's a very different culture when a woman get pregnant. 20% of Asian American females are single parents. 20%. That means out of a hundred that have children, 80% of them are married. And they're marrying an Asian man. And then Asian women also, not only that. They have the largest percentage of women marrying outside their race. They just going to get them a husband. They're going to keep it a whole being. But now just, just look at the optics now, right? Look at the optics. They ain't got the biggest lips. Asian women ain't got no sexy lips. They ain't got the biggest titties. They got small waists. They ain't got no bigger ass. And then they kind of short in stature, right? Now here you go, black woman. Biggest, prettiest fullest lips on the planet widest sexiest nose on the planet even sisters got nice necks mocha mahogany or chocolate color skin you're protected by the universe biggest titties on the planet smallest waist oftentimes on the planet right biggest ass and widest hips on the planet prettiest and sexiest feet and hands on the planet you can't get your man to marry you, but this Asian woman can get all these men to marry them. What's the difference? What's the difference? The culture and where their man come from. The culture. It's the culture. Unfortunately, black women, you guys are coming up in the culture where the men that dictate and regulate everything. It's all based on pleasure. It ain't based on responsibility. It's based on pleasure. What can make us feel good? You know, so we got two or three different women. You know what I'm saying? And then the black man, of course, also in America, because of our culture now, we don't really know about energy. We don't really know. So what we do is we run around with two or three different women. We sow our physical seeds, right? So now we got kids all over the place. And then we're sowing spiritual seeds of behavior, right? We're showing a lot of betrayal in our relationships. We're showing a lot of outside interest in our relationships. And then what happened is that it sets off a karma kind of like cycle that goes on because the black American man is so unfaithful in our relationships that when we do get a relationship and it could be a good woman, we put our all into her, but we still owe karma some money. So then that woman that we put our all in, she comes back because the universe put this person in our life to give us back what we've been given the universe. 
That's why you see most black men that cheat always end up with a woman that cheat on them. We don't see the karma in it because we're not taught to look that way. We're not. We just blame the woman on everything, and then we go back out into the world and be more aggressive players and pimps and max and stomp down at. That's what we. That's what happens. Never noticing the energy that we only going to put out, or I should say, receive what we put out. But on the other hand, that Asian man, he gets it. He gets it. He understands energy. He understands he's he live in America, but he come with a different set of cultural rules. And he understand that the actions that he put out in the universe, he's going to see it again. So he treads lightly. He want to treat everybody fairly. And also, if you just watch Asian, they in our neighborhoods now. Just watch Asian men. They are men of very few words. When was the last time you seen an Asian man just had how many Asian brothers got podcasts? Where they just sitting up, just running, you know. Listen, I mean, just point taken. Look at myself, no right? Point taken with Dick. How many Asian men you know just got podcasts? They just running up at the mouth. They always got some shit to say. Always got something to talk about. You ain't gonna see much of that. Shh, 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 shh. Quiet, quiet now. We're about responsibility. This is all about responsibility. They let the woman do all the talking. They sit in the back and just not us. We finna out talk you. We finna say, God damn, we finna come on, that's that's what we is. Black woman, I'ma tell you, and I can't tell you enough. You are the prize, sister. You the pr if he got a pool stick in his pants, he not the prize. The pool stick is not the prize. The queens are the prize. You don't owe a man a goddamn thing, but just to sit there and be a woman and a female, that's all you owe. And just be what the universe made you. That's it. Just be what the universe made you. But the men that's raising your neighborhood with you, with the same paint job that you got, unfortunately, he's full of poison and rust. You got to start dating elsewhere until this thing get back on its axis like it's supposed to. But until the answers, you got to date elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Brothers, listen. If black men was honorable men and daters, you would never get the one black woman. Because we'd be too busy hooking up partners up and our co-workers up with our sisters and aunties and this and that and we'd be so busy doing that it'd be hard for you to get a black man because everybody on a square that don't happen the the first time you see a black man with his partner the first person that his sister right i'm talking about we're talking about the village many of us as brothers our sisters can't date our partners because we already know what that's just how that works our cousins can't date our partners, man. Because we know how this how this thing go. We we gonna trust our sisters and uh you know our cousins with some squares because we know the squares ain't gonna take advantage. Of. But that's the culture. The biggest square in America right now is the Asian brother. He's the highest earner. He's the most faithful. He's the most loyal. Black woman go get you an Asian man and let's keep it pushing. It's coming from your own brother. Peace and black power to your family.
Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Hey, this Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace.